nights when the moon is high. The shadows dance, evil rise. The world between the living and the dead is So now is the time to let the horror you know again. Hey guys, welcome back to the Horror You Know podcast. I'm Darren. I'm Ian. I'm Ian. And I'm Trent. And we are still hungover from my birthday. He's 50. I am 50. You guys heard that last week, so we're still going to we're still going to be rolling with this theme of me being 50 cuz I'm feeling pretty <laughs> sad. 50. 50, yeah. <laughs> I am 50, man. I you realize I have it's 50. Like 5 years to be on the Denny's senior menu. It's not soon enough, man. It's a good five like, years. It's a good like, grand slam discount. I, I think. still have a hard time believing that you're 50. I mean, Trent Neen look way older than you do. It's true. It's true. <laughs> well, it's true. We're aging terribly. It's the, it's the quality of life, I think. <laughs> oh, that's what it is. <laughs> oh, there's not too much quality over here in my life. <laughs> yeah, man, it, it's, it's kind of surreal because I taught Trent in school. Everything he knows. Quotes around taught. I don't know what I actually taught him, but I taught something. We stuff was learned. He's he's stuck with me all these years. He came so, out all right. So you did something. Right. But it's crazy to think that all of you guys, you're hitting your stride in your thirties, and wow. I'm hitting my stride in my fifties. It's kind of weird. Maybe you're just on your second stride. I am. Think of that. Second wind. I'm a double stroker. <laughs> I'm a two stroke. Well, so. you guys want to take these shots? Because we have some leftovers from last week. We still have the stuff that uh, Ian Wells thinks is like turpentine. <laughs> We're going to take a drink of it. Hey, how about I, that? I Wells? forgot to bring the beam, and I just had paint stripper. Is that okay? <laughs> fine. Yeah, it might as well be that. Sure. As soon that. as you cracked that seal on there, I was like, whew. I know. I, think I, I, got I, a little I, heard, I heard you. As soon as I cracked it, I just... I heard you go, oh. but you <laughs> know, a little bit. Before we do this, just for continuity and for our disappointed audience members, one time. Oh, Smokey. We're not drinking you this week, but we still are thinking about we you. Still we might you. have a shot we of could. Smokey. We could. There. There's two yeah. giant yeah. jars. You are with us trying smoking. to drink out this uh, so I don't become a 50-year-old <laughs> alcoholic. This we're trying to saying, drink it out. I guess we're not drinking any Old Smokey tonight. Uh, no, we're doing this. So it's no, okay. Old Smokey's not reaching out to yeah. us, so we might go to the Jim Beam factory. The listeners probably so thought there for a second they were going to get one episode without Old Smokey being mentioned, but they were wrong. You're wrong. Well, I keep on thinking one one of these days you guys are going to go on a tour of bourbon with me, and then we might end up in like Gatlinburg. A haunted, to a haunted the, distillery? A haunted distillery. That would be awesome. I, I'm sure there are those. I would go of course, there. Trent will never go, but it'd be nice to... If you hey, book him for 2024, hey. he'll be there. I was waiting <laughs> night and day for the oh, message to say we were going ghost hunting, and no one ever said anything. I was ready. So I thought about that, actually. We, okay. we were supposed together. to go before Christmas. Trent, do the ghost Because we now have official, official logo and shirts. Did wow. you, did you notice that he, a logo. Sat, he sat there and waited, but you damn sure fed <laughs> your ass he didn't well, text me. Well, I sure. had backup <laughs> plans <laughs> if no one. Are we going to go? No, no. We should. So I he, did end up seeing Avatar instead, <laughs> so... We were his backup plans in case Avatar No, Avatar was my backup plan. You guys had me first. So I thought... I thought, can we go out there? Because like we that be was kind of thinking and, and and stuff, and I didn't know if it was trespassing. That's what I yeah I agree with you. I don't know what that is because it a private cemetery or is it a public cemetery? So I thought it was public, but somebody told me recently that they went out there and uh, allegedly the police have been cracking down and telling people to leave. We're gonna have to do some more research before we do our ghost hunts. That's what I'm saying. I don't want to drive all the way out there and that yeah, be the case. The plus, out. like I also like I don't mind going out there and being told to leave politely not in handcuffs um my issue is i don't want to record it and then somebody later be like hey hey buckos i don't know who talks like that but you might need oh, to yeah. record it cops conveniently turn off their body cams so it might be a good thing <laughs> well you have to stay home is there any tr- no trespassing <laughs> signs out there because yeah i haven't been out there in a while huh We'll 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 go out there and check it out. I mean, go give it a look. We've got other yeah. we've got other things we could do. Yeah, I didn't mean to detour. Wise. I didn't mean to detour us from the shots. I just I think I think it's coming. It's down the pipe. 
Uh, your yeah, strategy worked fine. well, Trent. You were trying to distract us from the fact that we were giving you a hard time. Yeah, like I said, going places I, with us. He <laughs> he never reached out and was like, guys, I got my shoes on. I'm ready. <laughs> you guys want to go? Had my proton pack. I, my, I was ready. <laughs> <laughs> but we do need to get <laughs> our gear together first, I think, because we're going to want to take a picture. Is that why you were carrying around that vial of holy water for a week straight? Yeah. It's ready. Ah, damn. Splashed it on people. <laughs> All right, guys. You toast this weekend, Wells. Did we say what this was? This is. I know it means it's present from last week. Jim Beam just double to oak. Remind, just to remind people. Double oak. Extra oaky. Oaky afterbirth. Got some oaky <laughs> afterbirth. Jim Beam uh, down in Kentucky or Tennessee? That's Kentucky. Kentucky. Jim Beam's Kentucky. Well, this is simple. This toast here is to you, my friend, and your 50th birthday. That was last week's toast. What we gonna, I'm just kidding. <laughs> you're, 50, you're 50 years old in one week now. <laughs> All right. To me. That wasn't so bad. <sighs> Better with the ice cube. It came out my nose a little bit, then it got bad. <laughs> <laughs> Smooth. <laughs> it's always the first one. Woo. We're not big bourbon drinkers. Woo, 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 for some woo, woo, reason, woo. It wasn't as head. bad as I was expecting, so. It, it was I much better gonna, than that uh, Devil's Cut drink, or whatever we did. That I will on. say. <laughs> Guys, I, I, had the, <laughs> I had the... Let it out, buddy. I had the same reaction when we did the Devil's Cut. Oh, man. And then when I drank the third or fourth shot with Dick, <laughs> it was just water at that point. I would much rather do this than that Devil's Cut. When we did that Devil's Cut shot, like instantly my face was like burning and tingling, like my whole face. This is actually pretty smooth. It's very oaky. It's got a long-lasting, like, afterburn, Oak. but it's smooth. It's oaky afterburn. It's the same company. It's, it's just two different ways to brew it, yeah. distill it. I, I prefer it. this one. I agree with you. Yeah. I like the Devil's Cut. It almost got you that, but I thought, you know, we we do something a little new. Yeah. You guys like that Jefferson's that I got. Starship? I don't know. Beans we'll don't burn on the We grill. just had it last week. Oh, you remember it now? Yeah, yeah, I'm, yeah. I'm recalling. All right. Oh, when we had the Jeff Jefferson. Yeah, you know <laughs> the Jeffersons. We were moving on Jefferson up. Darcy. Moving on up to the east side. So I'm excited because we we're doing a, another true crime, and yes. I don't have any clue what the story is. So I'm well, like an audience member. I was kind of nervous well, about it coming. I've out. been reading a lot of true crime lately. You guys know I'm big into, you know, along with Wells, we're big into true crime stuff. So I've mm-hmm. I've read like two books over this Christmas break about true crime, and one of them involves tales from Indiana. Tales from the crypt. So, <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that was a good crypt keeper, was it? I like the. I said we restart the Crypt Keeper. It's good. Side note: I'm actually reading a uh, true crime novel now. It's an early print from a best-selling author, author out of uh, Cincinnati. That <laughs> I hope we can talk about. Us. <laughs> I hope we can talk about it eventually after it's officially released. It's a true crime, you say? Mm-hmm. Nice. We got a lot of uh, listeners from the last true crime, like just true crime, no yeah. movie involved. So we're gonna try another one. See how this goes. So this is a this is a true crime that happened fairly recently within the last 10 15 years. Um so we're going to talk about the uh a woman named Jamie Louise Cockerham Ingleking. So Jamie Ingleking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I just gave you her full name. Can I can I yeah, hear say the full that? name one, oh, yeah. more Jamie, one more time? One more time on Jamie Louise okay. Cockerham Ingleking. Now the, the reason I say it Say the full name is I actually know a lot of the Ingle Kings from this county that uh, this Jamie happened in. Louise Cockerham. And I also Ingle know King. a lot of the Cockerhams from hey, this county. Hey, Jamie. Oh, I go by my middle name, Cockerham. Damn Louise. it, Jamie Louise Cockerham Ingleham. Oh, it's a surname. It's Cockerham Ingle <laughs> That's not her middle name. I'm assuming, yes. Okay. Okay. I heard, yeah. I heard so it's, a, it's like a hyphen situation? It doesn't hyphen it. So I looked up like on my name, Find maybe? My Grave and I found her. Well, this yeah, like it's two, like her maiden yeah, name. Like, God, I'm so confused. I'm assuming. You I thought Cockerham was a I'm going to get name. married. I'm finally going to get rid of this name, Cockerham. What's your name? Oh, Inglewood. Inglewood. Ingle King. Ingle King. Ingle King. Oh. Like, I oh, said Inglewood. Always got to know. Sorry to all the Ingle Kings I know. My bad. <laughs> They're fine. <laughs> These guys are making fun of you. <laughs> no, I'm just, I'm just thinking, like, even if you picked up Ingle King, you could drop the Cockerham. 
You can never. I'm just. I'm just telling you her full name so people know who it is uh, if they ever look this story up. Anyway, she was born in Jackson County, Indiana, in Seymour specifically, uh, September 16th, 1977. So she is about four years younger than me at this point. If she was still Jackson uh, County, about hour less than from. Yeah, I used to live south of Seymour, so. She was still alive. I'm from that. some ham today. <laughs> oh my God, this woman died. I'm wow. sorry. Yeah, this is a true, <laughs> this crime. Is a true we gotta, story. This is a true story. I'm so sorry. The worst dark joke we've the, had. On the this joke's podcast, about the so name, man. We can't do. <laughs> Not that it wasn't funny, but it was terrible. <laughs> well, as soon as I said it, I was like, "This isn't somebody from the 1700s." <laughs> no, this is a. Uh, she was born in 1977, and. Uh, she died in September 15th, 1998. So that's how recent it is. She died in Waynesville, Indiana. So if you know anything about Bartholomew County, Bartholomew County's county seat would be Columbus. So we're talking about Columbus, Indiana area. Mm -hmm. All right. So it's fairly, fairly close to where we live. Yeah. You know, I know I have relatives in Seymour and Columbus. So. Well, not so much Seymour, but definitely Columbus. You do? Mm -hmm. Okay. So this is that area. Okay. Uh, there's also three other deaths involving this. I'm just going to tell you flat out. This involves four four murders in the same same story. Uh, Jessica Lee Brown, born September 15, 1995, in Seymour, Indiana. She died in September of 1998. They don't know what day she actually died. Uh, Brandon Lee Engelking, born night. August 19th, 1997, died September 1998, one year old. Oh, man. And But you feel like a real dick now over there, don't you? <laughs> hey, 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 he's not a Cockerheim. Mingle King. Cockerham. Damn it. Isn't it? No, and there's one other death right. we're going to talk about later, uh, but she's not related. Obviously, right. these two were this woman's children. I do feel like a dick. I said I was sorry. You could be dickish. Just okay. don't dickish. Be, don't be dickish about the woman. You could be dick adjacent. We're gonna talk about we're gonna talk about dick. a dickhead later. Dick and you can talk about, about a, that guy. We're talking yeah. about a dickhead now. Be dickish it's towards me. the murderer. You may feel bad now, but all you have to do is drink more alcohol and you'll feel better. That may not make Truth. it better. That may make it worse. So the last person that uh we're gonna talk about is truly? Truly, I am. Amanda up. Davis. Amanda Davis was uh, 12 years old in 1998. You don't have to keep looking away. at me when you say, I yeah, told just, you I would behave. I'm just, I'm just you know done. that he's serious so you don't make any horrible jokes. <laughs> so She's 12, Torrance. We got somebody at the time that was 21. She had a son, which was one, and a daughter, which was two, and a 12-year-old that's unrelated to her that was 12 involved in this incident. So a trio of friends actually tried to talk Jamie, the 21-year-old, into uh, selling some of her, selling her house and taking out some personal loans. That way they can get her husband at the time, whose name was Brandon Engelking, uh, out of prison. He was he was serving time in the Plainfield Correctional Prison for burglary and auto theft and. I don't know for sure if it was 10 to 15 years, but it's around that time. And they were trying to get a lawyer to kind of kind of reverse the charges. You know how that goes, you know, looking for, I mean, you work in the court systems, Trent. You know, they're very important. Yes. They're pr- probably very- trying to catch on technicalities or getting, you know, more time off or something, you know, for good behavior. But he was in there for a long time. So these, uh, it says a trio of friends this is what I read in the newspaper. Doesn't say the friends, who they were. Doesn't say if they were friends of her or they were friends of him. But they end up not even contacting a lawyer after she sold this house. <laughs> and they took her money. That's so she lost all the money. Like we're talking $25,000. Wow. Now, it must have been a small house. It wasn't a very good house. I mean, that's kind of a small well, house. But then this is, well... No. 1998, but that's still probably a small house. But regardless, the point is, she's living there with her two kids while her husband's in prison. These friends basically fuck her over for this money. 
She takes out personal loans and everything else, you know, to try to get a lawyer to fight to get her husband out because she really wanted them to be with her, her and the kids. And they just fucking ripped her off. What do you guys think of that? So it's far, it's like a national news story when it happened. Probably regional. Because some of it, for some reason, it sounded familiar to me. Like I feel like I saw it maybe on forensic. Files. It was on the news a lot in Louisville and Indianapolis hmm. when this first happened, like in the early. 2000s when when the trial was going on it's like something about the selling of the house for twenty five thousand, and her getting screwed over for it just sounds real familiar to me for some reason well i mean it took her a while it took her like five to six months to realize she was getting screwed over so i don't know how with it this girl was mm-hmm. but at the same time you know i mean you can't fault somebody i mean she lost a loved one to prison she's wanting to get him out obviously she's made some minor mistakes in her past i'm sure uh yeah. she was working hard it does say like everything i read she was working hard held at least one to two jobs at all times um but anyway this is what set the whole ball in motion okay so this necessitated a move into an apartment the last weekend of august 1998 She had a second shift hourly job in Seymour, Indiana, and some family and friends helped care for her two small children. Now, the place that she worked at was called, and I don't know if you guys know anything about this, it's called R.R. Donnelly. You ever heard of that place? No. No. It's a a factory that's been there quite a long time. Uh, A friend of mine actually worked there for a while, but, um, you know, I I don't know much about it, but I do know they work pretty hard shifts. You know, he, he did worked pretty hard when he worked there. Um, so she had somebody watching her two small children. One of the people that watched her children was a mature 12 year old girl named Amanda Davis. And she was as much a friend as she was a babysitter. So apparently this girl was so mature and like, you know, kind of befriended this 21 year old, even though there's a nine year difference in them at this point. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, I could see a 12 year old being somewhat mature in this day and age, you know? Yeah. Some, uh, depending on what kind of situation they're living in, might be just forced to grow up at that age. Yeah. Especially if she's, I don't know, you know, watching two young kids. I mean, that's one and two. You're talking pretty young. So, I mean, she's, she's probably mature. But anyway, uh, she was moving to this apartment, and during the weekend of August 15th that Jamie announced she was going on a quick camping trip in southern Bartholomew County to an area known as the Azalea Bottoms along the East Fork of the White River just outside of tiny Waynesville, Indiana. We're going to add, you know, like a map and everything on our social media so you can kind of see this and see where the area is at. But it's fairly local. You know, I know of at least three true crime stories that happened right in this same area because it's it's kind of a camping type place, but it's also a sketchy place for people to go missing. Where is Waynesville in relation to us? Okay, so if you go between Seymour and Columbus on Highway 11, so you're not on Highway 31, you're not on 65, you're on Highway 11, there's a bunch of little towns between Seymour and Columbus. So you're talking it's maybe 45 minutes away from here. That's probably where that dollar store is on that stretch of highway between there. There's a there's probably a dollar store. There's probably a dollar store. That's what that's it just kind of I had one pop up in my neighborhood this yeah. week. I don't know if you've seen it. There's definitely a dollar store like randomly on that stretch of highway. That's why I said dollar that. stores and spirit Halloweens. Yeah. Yes. popping up everywhere. I actually pulled over when I had that dollar store because I'd like been up for 24 hours and I had to go up to Columbus to shop before Are I went you to a crackhead. Atlanta. Was this in 1998? <laughs> no, I was going to take a trip to Atlanta and I needed to go up there shopping. But I was on night shift, so I knew I had to like stay up and go. You're going to Atlanta. Where was, where was mm-hmm. your Where was your flight out of? I drove to Atlanta. It's like at eight. And so a you're half going to Columbus to, to drive to south? Atlanta. Yeah, I went to Columbus to shop for like new clothes and stuff before I went to Atlanta. Uh, like the day? Why didn't you do it before? It was the day before. It's quite the alibi, Wells. <laughs> Anyways, you guys are digging way too deep in this. I was just trying to say. 
that I was so tired from staying up that I stopped at that dollar store and I like fell asleep and woke up with people surrounding my car because they were like, <laughs> Wait, oh, "Oh my god, oh, we thought like you were looking in the window." Yeah, like, they were. They were like, "Oh, we thought maybe bloody we were knife you died on the dashboard." Because you're like sleeping. In He's the car. alive. <laughs> <laughs> so I guess like my thought it's process the homeless, is homeless people looking to fuck in his car. <laughs> it's dirty Mike and dirty, the boys. Dirty Mike and the boys. <laughs> So I guess my thought process is if I'm that tired and I got to go somewhere the next day, I'm going home and going to bed. That's why I was so surprised that you were like, must get new fit. I had to. <laughs> yeah. The drip value is real low right now. <laughs> it all worked out. You, I don't think you've ever like worked like night shift really, have you? Yeah, remember when I worked at Walmart and I worked like second shift until 1 a.m.? That's the closest it comes for me. Yeah. But working night shift, like sometimes you just have to make those sacrifices if you want to get shit done. I work thirds. It sucks. Yeah. I was at Ison Manufacturing, yeah. welding door frames. I was a welder for a while. Hmm. Pretty tragic. Yeah. Welders make good money, though. I, I was about to say, I made more money than I made teaching, but that's all right. That's another story. Yeah. Anyway. All right, so the one thing I think is weird about this, and this is something that you guys, it'll figure into to the story, but to me it's kind of surprising. She hadn't even moved into her apartment fully yet. She still had shit to move. But all of a sudden she's going on this must-have camping trip in the middle of Indiana. That's not even, it's not even at a campground. Like, I might, like mind you, it's on the White River banks. Does that make sense? Isn't that kind of yeah, weird and sketchy? It actually does. That's just kind of sketchy to me. <laughs> it's like going like in a, an obscure part of the Ohio River, like a tributary of the Ohio River, mm-hmm. and camping while you're unpacking for your shit at your new house. You see where I'm going with this? Like you were in the middle of moving and was like, well, that's a nice place to pull over and set up camp. Yeah, it's like it's like she just all of a sudden decided – Hey, I just moved in here with my one and two year old, but I'm not going to finish moving. Let's go camping in some obscure town in BFE, Indiana. It's just kind of weird. It is weird. Trent, could you imagine being in the middle of moving and making an impromptu decision that wasn't <laughs> on the original itinerary? No. No, I could not. It drives you crazy thinking about it. It does. You know you need a whole calendar year before it you does. decide to take that camping trip. Well, I, I, I'm not outdoorsy anyway, so I don't think I would ever <laughs> want to go camping. Have you ever been camping, Trent? No. No, I have not. <laughs> Do we need to go camping? I want to go Bigfoot hunting camping. I'd go for Bigfoot. Would you? Bigfoot has my heart. Man. Why Baby, he's, we're doing this exist. now. He's right here. You, you want to wind up like those teenagers? <laughs> We're well, doing I wouldn't this piss now. him off. I would respect the foot. <laughs> so the poop respect the foot. I like the the, the foot wants you. Can also be a bigfoot hunting well, group, paranormal, right? Paranormal. Could also be cryptid. Yeah, yeah. It's paranormal. Yeah. We could do any kind of cryptid, mm-hmm. ghost, yeah, whatever we want. Yeah. You got to be in. You got to be down with this now. In whole, search of Sasquatch. A whole month of hunting cryptozoology creatures. Uh, I don't know if we're doing a whole month. We'll go to West Virginia. We can do it. Mothman with your family? Oh, yeah. Your family's the Mothman? The Mothman, yes. <laughs> we do and need women. to visit that location, though. Was that West Virginia where they have the Mothman statue? Yes. Point yeah. Pleasant? Point Pleasant. We will Check go. Check out that old episode. Yeah. We will go. That'd be awesome. Yeah, it's in the archives. Check it out. I like that we're saying, yeah, we'll go. We haven't even been to Scottsburg yet. That's <laughs> 20 minutes away. <laughs> hey, we, we've made one T-shirt now. We're good. Yeah. Once we make, all have to share it. <laughs> once you make the t-shirts, the rest is a starts. real thing, man. Hey, Means and I made a trip this year. That's a start. We just got we got to get the whole group together next time. If you want a poops shirt, which stands for Professional, Professional Organization, Organization of, of Paranormal Studies. If you want yep, an officially licensed <laughs> poops shirt, go to our website now. We do have an official poop it's, shirt for sale. It's not Trent and I's fault that you guys just have to plan your weekend extravaganza on the most important weekend of the year when it was stoops, soup stew and chili brew. <laughs> was that that weekend? Yeah. The 16th? Yeah, because yeah, remember you showed back you up. Me, you went back the next day. I was still at the driver and you said you were going to go back to help Trent hand out some flowers. You left him. Wait, that's not when we were going ghost hunting. No. 
What are you guys talking about? When you went to the uh, I was drive talking about oh, the drive gotcha. Yeah, gotcha. the massacre. He's saying it's not his fault that hey, it was soup I will go out on a limb and say the massacre is so much better than soup stew chili yeah, brew. And it yet you came back for it. You came back for the well, brew. Because they don't play anything during the daytime. Yeah. I came back because I didn't want to hang out all day. But yeah. I didn't want to hang back. out with you all day. Did you hear that? Wells. Did you hear that? No. <laughs> he was coming That's back, right. too. That's right. Yeah. He's just like, well. He's like, I'm gonna well, run to the dollar st- I'm gonna run to the dollar store and grab some stuff real quick. Sorry, Wells, I fell asleep. <laughs> you know how it goes. The dollar store. Yeah. You know how it goes. I think I'm gonna knock on my windows. I'll be back, buddy. Chicken also, I anybody. wanted to hang around because this amazing drive-in also serves breakfast and all their food is delicious. Hmm. Well, Yep. Apparently not good enough for Which me. Which you two will find out because our whole entire podcast crew is going next year, Trent. Yes. You guys better better make plans. Wait, okay. is Seriously, on the though, same you guys weekend as Soup Stew yeah, and Chili Brew? We can Bro. go during the day. Yeah. That's a daytime event. Exactly. You can do both. I'll drive you guys there and back. You can have your soup about and that? eat it, too. You guys ride in my car. We'll get tents. I'll pitch a tent. Ooh, Wait. Oh, yeah. I'm listening. He's got a pinch tin on the way. You know damn good well that Trent Artemis Persinger cannot camp. Artemis. Hey, also to, means, do you remember how cold it was? I've been to a drive-in a time or two. Have you been in a tent at a drive-in? Is you that required? We're going to have yes. to be more prepared next year. You we're can, all, we're you all can in. Sit and, you can sit in Wells' car and smoke Don't lettuce. You say it. <laughs> Get secondhand high. Oh, the devil's lettuce, huh? <laughs> the devil's lettuce. That cheaper. Or you could, there, there's all kinds of people in the back row smoking, so it's all good. <laughs> oh, man, it, that back row was lit. Mm-hmm. Literally. L- literally. Literally. <laughs> all right, back to the story. <laughs> Bring it down. Bring it down a little bit. Let's get serious. Okay, the, the whole group of them were last seen on August 15th at... 5.30, riding in a two-tone brown pickup truck driven by a white male with shoulder-length hair. So that's the last time people saw the entire group. Now, I'm assuming this is like a dually or an extended cab because you're talking five people, right? So a 12-year-old, 2-year-old, 1-year-old, 21-year-old, and whoever this white male is, right? So that's the last time they saw him. The group didn't turn, return that Sunday afternoon, and people started to get worried. They became extremely worried when Jamie did not show up for a child custody court hearing in Jackson County on Tuesday. So three days went by before they realized she was really missing. So there goes the first 48 already. Mm-hmm. Right? That does seem weird that three full days would pass before anyone decides to be, like, alarmed. Well, like her job just thought she was skipping, so maybe she skipped a few times. She was 21 years old, so maybe her parents thought, you know, she's independent. We're not going to call her every day. But three days in a row? But I mean, like, even these days, like, if you're a fully grown adult, they're not going to really start looking for you until, like, after 48 hours because then they determine you're missing after then. Otherwise, Yeah, but he's saying that nobody was even concerned, like, like not even law enforcement. Do they? Do they still have in Indiana the 24-hour, like, you had to be missing 24 hours before they can report it as a missing person? I couldn't I believe so, just for the simple fact that, I I hate to say waste, but they don't want to waste man hours on somebody who just, like, ran away or something like that. Yeah. And is trying to hide out and doesn't But they could go around looking for speeders and (laughs) people smoking weed all the time. Yeah. Yeah. It sucks. Yeah. We've talked about it before. It's man here, hours. Like how, like a lot of times in these situations, the unfortunately the cops just don't do anything until it's too late. Especially They're definitely Detroit, reactionary. Right? Huh? Especially in Detroit, right? Detroit what? Detroit. Flashback to our barbarian episode. Yeah. Mm, yeah. I see, I, Thanks, guys. I see where you're at now. <laughs> Riveting Bar- conversation here. <laughs> Barbarian. That's like seven episodes ago. Remember that talk we had about Detroit? Remember? Yeah, oh, so it's, you trash. Yeah, so, it's, so it's okay for Trent to bring back Mothman from ten years ago, but if I bring something back I from think, seven I think episodes. Ian called you yeah. trash and said you weren't a real horror fan or something. He did. Actually, he I think did. that was me that brought up Mothman. Nah. He, he said, go back and listen to our episode. Oh. Yeah, he said that. Okay. So back to the story. I tried. To uh, detectives. I, tried, Trent. I was trying to pit everybody against each other, isn't he? 
He is. I'm trying to help him out. I'm trying to help him out. Detectives from the Seymour Police Department, the Sheriff's Department in both Jackson and Bartholomew County, and the Indiana State Police conducted an extensive search. A month later, month later, Bartholomew County Sheriff's Captain Keith Foster and Detective Todd Downs took ATVs along the river because one of them had a hunch, apparently. So they decided to go up and down the river, which... To me, somebody gets lost in the woods next to a river camping. Why did it take a month to get Why to do you not fucking have that hunch from day one? Yeah. They're just sitting at their desk a month later. Oh, maybe we should check this river. <laughs> you want to you wanna hear a crazy thought that I was just thinking about? What's that? She was sitting by a river in the <laughs> woods, right? Nah. What if we check the river? A river? A ri- what? Yeah. Get your scuba gear. I ain't got shit to do today. Scuba Let's go get on the four dollars. Four dollars. Oh, yeah. Means I just want to know what you were doing with that. Uh, that's that's called that a, ice cube. That's called a. I don't know what it's called. It's got a name for it. Ice. When you when you get ice bourbon baby? off of ice on the rocks that you've actually drank, mm-hmm. but there's still bourbon and ice in there, you drink that. It's got a name for it. Asinine. Whiskey ice. Asinine. Whiskey ice. Asinine. Whiskey ice. Whiskey ice. Devil's taint. Ah, yes. Drunken ice cube. Not to be confused with Wells' devil's lettuce. Mm. I'm sure his is better. It is. So, that was on September 17th. Uh, They made a discovery. They found a bone and a baby's diaper along the river's edge. Okay. They also had the smell, a uh, distinct smell of death in the air. So, what? wait, a bone, just a single bone? Like, they smelled bone. The smell of bone. Death? They saw bone. <laughs> they smelled decomposing okay. humans. Okay. Why did you make that face if, when you said River's Edge, Trent? No reason. I like that movie. Shut up. I no, I didn't. <laughs> I was going to do another callback, but it wasn't the time. But you brought attention to it, so now I feel like a jerk. Wells just I'll doesn't want me to. I didn't I'm not even say anything. Wells just so, doesn't want me to do the line from Rivers Edge. Oh. Mm-hmm. I see his lips forming. Do it. I'm not going to do it. It's not the time. It's not the, they just found a diaper and a bone. Detective Matt. No. Matt. Oh. <laughs> Matt. So wait a minute. Wasn't my fault. His name was Todd Downs. <laughs> so they go four wheeling along the river. They find a bone. <laughs> the river's edge, Trent. And a baby's diaper. Right by the river? Close to the river. Mm. It's a hell of a hunch. But they also smelled in that area the diaper. Death. Like decomposing body. Oh. Well. So And apparently, like when you you, you know, like when something's potato. dead for a, a month or so. Like, well, I was about to say, I've not smelled many dead bodies in my life. Well, we'll Why are you looking at Wells? <laughs> okay. But is it the same smell as a dead animal? Well, I th- they say well, it's, it's very distinct. Absolutely. They say it's very distinct, and it doesn't smell well, like dead animal. said that with confidence. You hear that? He's, oh, oh he's absolutely. Wrong. I mean, I've they... always heard that if you smell a dead body, you will never forget that smell. But how would they I know it? I mean, body. I guess if they're cops, one. maybe they've been around it before. That's what I'm saying. They, I mean, they were detectives. One was a detective. Guys, all jokes aside, I seriously have, like, Smelt a whole decomposing body before. I'm gonna need to know details. This but man over here, on. like like but a cartoon, now, like we need to know it like now. A, not today. Like yeah. a pie on the windowsill, he's just floating. I, over really, to I will tell you, but I would seriously rather tell you that. <laughs> feet like a Tom and Jerry cartoon, yeah, he's, he's like waving through the air over. to the yeah. mm, smell of mm, apple pie death. Mm. Yeah, there's, there's nothing like it walking into a, an apartment. But you just said that it smells like a dead animal. No, I it smell like I'm it. just saying there's but nothing like the smell of death like that. But do they smell like a dead do human? Do they smell like dead animals? animals? I, I, think I it asked if it smelled different, like... and he said absolutely. Right? Yeah, because yeah, to me, I, I felt like it smelled Oh, different. Like... I asked if it was different than a dead animal. Oh, I, I thought you said it was the same. Maybe I thought I you said that, too. And oh, I thought he well, said it? yes, I don't remember, it does. I don't remember what I asked. What is it? the same or different? This is what I think you're talking about. Yeah. We're going to move along. We're going to move along. Okay. Please. No, it's it's okay. Just uh, go ahead and jump back on that. Sorry. We'll so, <laughs> okay. Sorry. So, uh, they found this smell, and they started following the smell. 
and they finally came upon what looked like some shallow graves that had been tossed, tussled, <laughs> tussled, like newly, yeah. newly tussled, newly done, not new. newly done, but like animals had been in it. Oh, okay, yeah. so obviously the animals, insects, the heat, stuff like that has affected these bodies, but they did find four bodies. Okay. So at that point in time, they call in, uh, let me see, hang on. Autopsies were difficult to conduct since the, since the bodies had been reduced to mostly skeletal remains by the time they were found. So it still had a little bit of, you know, carcass flesh on there, but it was mostly skeletal. Uh, pathologists did determine uh, that the different people died in different ways, but with the same type of instruments. Okay. So some were more brutal, some were less brutal. So here's, here's, I mean, then we're going to get serious as gets into that. Uh, but the Bartholomew County coroner was there. He came along with forensic units and anthropologists that they called in from the university of Indianapolis. Um, it was the bodies of Jamie Engelking, Amanda Davis, Jessica Brown, and Brandon Engelking Jr. All four of them had been murdered from the looks of the bones. Mm. Autopsies were difficult, like I said, because of the heat and the insects and the, the uh, animals. But pathologists did determine that the two-year-old Jessica died from a stab wound to the head and had a broken arm and a broken shoulder. Dang while one-year-old Brandon suffered a f- fatal fracture to the back of his skull. So he was hit with a blunt object, mm. so stabbed. Uh, their mother, Jamie, died from multiple stab wounds to the back that pierced her spine and ribs, while 12-year-old Amanda Davis suffered a slash throat and spinal cord. So it looked like... They might have killed the kids last, the babies last, killed the woman possibly first or the 12-year-old first, one of the two. But the woman was running, it looked like, because she was stabbed in the back multiple times. The girl might have been killed first, the 12-year-old, because she was slashed the throat. New rule. We don't let Darren tell any more true crime stories. No, it's always with kids, too. <laughs> it's always with children. <laughs> I mean, and it's always really close to our as, home. As as he knows, yeah, it's really close as to Wells our home. knows. I mean, this is this is a sad pattern. It's mostly kids and women. That's why it's true crime. It's yeah. true. It's mostly. It's I crime. mean, those are the two most vulnerable and elderly. Those are the most vulnerable yeah. people on these kind on of these they don't types of stories. Sadly, uh, like people who would put up a good fight, they'd rather go after people they can easily control. And most killers are men. Really. Most killers are white men. Uh, Statistically. Yeah, I guess. Hey, remember, his favorite show is Deadly Women. So there's a lot of women. Yeah. his favorite like, show. There's a whole shit ton of women. They just it, The big thing is like the differences in how they kill. Yeah. Men are much more violent. Yeah. Women. Men kill on a higher rate, though, than women do. Like, I, I, I mean, obviously, they have enough... To make a show, a seasonal show about women, but there's about a billion shows about men. Lots of them, like Deadly Women, Wise with Knives, How Not to Kill Your Husband, <laughs> Deadly Brides, and and ironically, so you're, you're not, not a woman, here. so <laughs> evil. Step you're not learning evil. anything. <laughs> Gets really hot in these rhinos. <laughs> so I don't know what to say at this point because. It was a brutal, brutal crime. Mm-hmm. And obviously it happened within a day because they were seen at 530. Now the question becomes what? Motive? Why? Why? And then... Tell me why. Who's hey. in the truck? No, we right? can't do that right now. Damn. <laughs> I thought I had a good one going. I almost started. I appreciate so, you having my back. <laughs> so we have a, a male, shoulder-length hair, brown, two-tone truck. Right? Male, shoulder-length hair. Brown, two-tone truck. Darren, did I see a two-tone truck sitting out back of you? You did not. Oh, okay. Possible boyfriend, maybe? 
what he's trying to tell you is you saw nothing. Nothing. (laughs) Police quickly narrowed it down to one suspect, though. Quickly. Now, this is within a month or two of the crime, right? I was going to say, they weren't very quick to go on the... Not quick to find it. They had a hunch, Trent. They weren't very quick. But now they're quick to narrow it down. Uh, It doesn't say how exactly they narrowed it down. I couldn't read anything about that. But Robert Bassett Jr., 35, of Rosstown, Indiana. (coughs) Excuse me. Uh, We'll we'll show where Rosstown's at, but it really has nothing to do with the town he's from, but besides giving you perspective of where he's from. Shame. If you're from Rosstown. Don't, don't be ashamed, Rosstown. I'm, I'm sure. How no. fucking dare you? I'm, I'm, I'm not trying to make excuses for the uh, police, the law enforcement in this situation, <laughs> but also like, we got to factor in the fact that this was like back in 1998, small town, Indiana. And a common factor on a lot of those shows that I watch on Investigation Discovery is people saying, oh, well, it's a small, quiet town. Nothing like that ever happens around here. Uh, yeah. We would have never thought anything like that. So. So if I'm missing for even a couple of days, they're probably not immediately thinking murder or something like that on their minds. So I'll give that's them like that. A, that's like a tricky like line, I feel like, because like, yeah, you're probably used to being a small, sleepy town and not used to that. But like, aren't you also trained as a policeman or a detective to serve and protect? To think about, I mean, you know, maybe I don't know. it's it's kind of. I you mean, see what I'm yes. saying a little bit? Like, Serve and protect. I'm sorry, Chief. I thought you said sleep and neglect. That's my bad. <laughs> but I mean, like, yes and no, but according to their reasons, too, they're going to be trained differently. Like, cops in Indiana aren't going to be able to deal with, like, problem. gangs as well as, like, a Los Angeles task well, force. right, but, I mean, I don't know. I'm not a cop. I've never been a cop. Oh, you yeah? might be a cop. Oh, we don't yeah. know you, man. Take off your shirt right now. <laughs> What's that wire sticking out Yeah, your man. What's that box over there on your chest? I feel like <laughs> you should be trained to... Entertain all possible possibility. I'm yeah. sorry. I thought that the episode of The Simpsons where Homer was an uh, informant and he had that big box on his <laughs> implant on his oh, shirt. Yeah. <laughs> or how about the one where he had the big ass like uh, nacho hat with yeah. the camera in it? <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh, there's something biz- buzzing in your hat, Mister Simpson. <laughs> Is that a poo? Yeah. Or at the very, at the very least, assume the worst and hope for the best kind of thing right you know what i mean like what happened? i would always assume the worst if i was Even a cop if it's a small town and there's like not i couldn't have kids there. if i was a cop it's weird because i be always assume for the best and hope for the worst i don't know <laughs> <laughs> well the reason they uh the one of the reasons they kind of zeroed in on this guy is they started looking at the dad obviously the dad was still in prison but this robert bassett jr 35 of rosstown indiana uh, was a prison cell mate of Jamie's husband. What? And he had a brown pickup truck. Hmm. Coincidence? Coincidence? I think, I not. think not. So, so wait, they, wait, wait. Maybe you're about to say it, but do was we it a coincidence? It? I think was not. It a coincidence? <laughs> no, was there any details as to why the husband and her... Did I miss that part? Or are you getting into it? Why they weren't still together? Like what happened? Is there falling out? I didn't read anything about it. All I read was she had this new friend, quote oh, unquote. Of course she did. So it's a revenge thing. Uh, revenge. I don't know. I don't. It. Okay, I'll just keep going. I'm sorry <laughs> if I. I'll just keep going. Thing. You didn't. You didn't bury any leads. Okay, Bassett's brown pickup truck was impounded and searched. Although police stopped short of publicly naming him. A suspect, they did all this pretty much out in the open. Everybody knew that they'd kind of arrested this dude at this point, right? Uh, He did have a troubled past. He served consecutive sentences for two counts of child molestation Mm. and was held in the Plainfield Correctional Center from June 12, 1987 until May Third, nineteen ninety-eight. Dun dun. When did dun. this happen again? Ninety-nine. In ninety-eight. Ninety-eight. I mean, like what month? August. Hmm. So you're talking June to August. He previously pled guilty to the rape of a sixteen-year-old girl when he was just nineteen years old, and while on probation from that charge, he was accused of rape, criminal confinement, and battery of a woman he lived with. A hung jury ended his trial on those charges. So he was in charge. 
he possibly raped two other people, but he was in prison for child molestation for 10 years. 87 to 98. 12 years. They never right. proved those rapes or something? Huh? They never proved those rapes or something? A hung jury. Oh, it says okay. so. Too many people going against it, saying mm-hmm. there's not enough proof. Jamie told her family and friends that she had met a new guy named Bob, quote-unquote. Bob. Yes, she was still married to her incarcerated <laughs> husband. She was still married to him. She's now meeting a guy named Bob. Uh, in fact, Jamie's telephone conversation during the early morning hours of the day she left for the camping trip with a Bob was overheard by victim Amanda Davis, the babysitter's mother, on the telephone. So she heard her talking to Bob about this. Now, while, why the mother would let her 12-year-old daughter go with a 21-year-old with two children and some dude named Bob camping... I'm not blame. I'm not no, victim you're not blaming. Going anywhere? Where are you going? Well, I'm going with Bob. Oh, okay. Damn it, Bobby. I mean, I'm not blaming anybody because I mean, I've let my kids go with people that I didn't exactly know, that were with other people that I knew. Hmm. But because I mean, you don't think something like this is going to happen? But camping for a weekend is That's what they always say on investigation. Maybe not a good. Right? Yeah. Anyway, police review of phone records from Gilbreth's home indicated that a call and many other calls from Jamie's home went to the Bassett's home in Bartholomew County. So that's kind of how they've been zeroing in on him, the phone calls and and them saying this. And then they were looking him up, obviously, and like, oh, he was in prison with her husband for child molestation, and he just got out a month or two ago. All this kind of quickly going into their their files two years later two years later they finally went to trial with the charge of being quadruple homicide so charged him on four counts of murder two years later during the initial trial two years later or that's just when the trial started the trial started okay he was he was in prison that or jail for that whole time gotcha Uh, bassett's alibi during this trial was that he stayed home throughout the night of august 15th and 16th 1998, playing video games with his nephew, Jesse Bassett. But this immediately fell apart. I bet they were playing Resident Evil, too. (laughs) Why? That's the year it came out. Oh. (laughs) Well, there you go. It was very popular. That's stuff I didn't know. Well, should be a detective. That's right. I am a detective. Jesse tried... knows that because we were playing it. (laughs) Jesse tried lying in an attempt to cover for his uncle, but eventually, with enough pressure told the police and testified in court that his uncle left the Bassett home between midnight and 1 a.m. during the overnight hours of August 15th and did not return the next day, leaving him plenty of time to kill and bury the four victims. Jesus. Police also enlisted the help of the FBI in analyzing and comparing soil from the scene of the shallow graves to the soil found on shovels at Bassett's home. Fibers recovered at the murder and burial site also matched those of a seat cushion cover in Bassett's pickup truck. Motive for the crime in the trash can in Jamie Engel King's apartment was an unfinished letter to Bob that indicated that she might be pregnant with his child. Further medical records indicated that Jamie had taken her daughter Jessica to a pediatrician on August 6, 1998, just before the camping trip, to determine whether she had been sexually molested. So there's a lot to unpack here. Wait, the two This year quick. Old? Yes. God. God. Yeah. So you got a guy, Why? you got a young girl whose husband of her two young kids is now in prison. You got a prisoner that he's in prison with that gets out right after that, it sounds like, because she just as you recall, lost that money from doing all that stuff and had to move to this new apartment, and that kind of set the ball rolling to where she was vulnerable after getting ripped off a bunch of money. And then this guy comes in, probably smoozes right in. I don't know exactly how this went, but just me throwing out theories here. He smoozes her and says, hey, I was in prison with your guy. I know him really well, you know, and starts getting to know her. And she doesn't know jack shit about this dude. He probably lies his ass off to her, and she takes him in, 
things happen. She thinks she might be pregnant and is going to write this letter. Now he's like, I can't be around a woman that has kids because that I'm a felon. You're not allowed to do that at that point, right? right. A child molester can't be with a woman that has kids at that point. Did you guys know that? Oh, yeah. 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 So if he gets out of prison, he can't find a woman with kids. He can't even have kids his own, himself, really, at that point Dude. because it's going to look bad. He can't then, even live in a neighborhood with kids. Yeah, he can't live in a neighborhood with kids. So, so you're going back to prison if this is found out. So that's a motive. The other motive would be now she's pregnant, and it's going to be proof, obviously, that he was with her, mm-hmm. which sends him back to prison. So he takes him on this little camping trip and then disposes of – any kind of proof that he had, they had against him. That's my theory. What do you guys think? Seems pretty airtight to me. I mean, it seems like I don't know how he got to meet her. Well, I mean, if he was cellmates with the husband, I'm sure he probably knew all about her and knew heard stories her and, and knew how to mm-hmm. knew how to smooth her. Much, yeah, trust us, Sully. I mean, that's reason. pretty scary, really. Which a lot of them do that, like. They'll get they get a lot of confessions from that kind of shit. Like, but it's really crazy that she thinks she's pregnant, and then she also thinks something's happened. She thinks her daughter might have been molested. Is what it said. Yeah, she mm-hmm. say well, why? She but why that? would she go on a camping trip with him if that was the case? Yeah, if you, if you willing, like if you knowingly, no, willingly <laughs> no. Did she say if what you made know her, and you're willing to? Go. What made her think that though? What made it like if you're taking your daughter to see if she's been molested? You obviously think this guy molested her. That's what I'm saying. And now yeah, you're having a reason for like, doing that. So what? yeah, he's asking like the. So why would she then go on a camping trip? Her daughter was molested. It, it, I didn't see anything about that. I didn't. Maybe I didn't read enough articles, but I got most of my stuff from a book, which we'll talk about later. And I got my stuff from the Republic, which is a newspaper out of Columbus. Republican. My question Which is, also is, why is he even targeting if he was indeed targeting this girl in the first place if she if she had kids? Like, maybe there's no justifying what murderers do. I don't know. But but he wasn't a murderer. He was a pedophile. Or, well, I mean, I'm just saying he became a murderer. But I'm saying maybe like, he was targeting her for the kids. So you think he? I don't know. Wanted the kids as gross as that sounds but then like he ends up having a kid and then he's like well i gotta just dispose of all this now. like i don't know it just seems pretty effed up which i know is usually how it goes but. yeah who knows what we what it's would be going like, on like, that dude's mind it's I, like mean, I gotta stay away from kids but then it's like oh there's this girl with kids and then he has a kid with her and he's like well i can't be around kids so i better kill her kind of thing but it kind of seems like the way they were killed too i mean who knows? That was a two-day period. Who knows what happened? Like, yeah. they were bones, <laughs> so they don't know if he molested the kids, which he could have because he could have killed them last. We don't know if he did anything to the 12-year-old girl because her throat was slit pretty brutally. Yeah. I would think like that that would be the – I mean, you said he'd already raped, a what, a 16-year-old, right? Yeah. So I, I mean, would think said, I guess we have to assume that whatever made her think that her daughter was molested was not, it clearly wasn't enough to stop her from going with him. So, or unless she was just scared. She yeah, he raped a sixteen-year-old, a nineteen-year-old, had accused him of rape and confinement, and then he was actually in for two counts of child molestation, which is under sixteen. So that's, that's four different ca- accounts there. Yeah. Jeez. Hmm. I don't know. Bad dude. Uh, what do you think? He has no comment. Garb. <laughs> Garb. Given yes. his, this is some more stuff on it. Um, further medical records indicated that Jamie had taken her daughter to this to this pediatrician. Given Bassett's past for sexual molestation, he was not permitted to have a female friend with small children present, and pregnant Jamie could make it possible to deny a relationship. So this is what I was just saying. A violation of his parole would have sent him back to prison. Uh, Jamie may have confronted him in the closing weeks. These are my notes. I'm just taking notes of what I just said, but I just said them without my notes. Anyway, uh, police interviewed Jamie's aunt. This is actual 
documents. They interviewed his or Jamie's aunt, who told them Jamie said Bassett would kill her if she revealed the relationship to anyone. So apparently, the aunt knew about the relationship. Mm. All right. Uh, regardless, little conclusive physical evidence linked Bassett to the killings, and a weapon was never recovered. Pathologists said marks on the victim's bones indicated a knife or some other blunt or sharp object used in the attacks. The first trial began in July of 2001 and included testimony from Jamie's still incarcerated husband, Brandon Engelking Sr., who said Jamie told him Bassett had raped her and threatened to kill her and the children. So apparently she'd already told him this. Now, this brings about the question, why did she go with this guy on this camping trip? If she's telling people, the aunt this, she's telling her husband this. They didn't have a choice. You think they just, she just showed up? But she was on the phone. What's he telling her at that point? If you don't get him in the truck and go camping with me, I'm going to kill you? I mean, you yourself said it was weird how she was right in the middle of unpacking and then goes on. I mean, maybe she True. was threatened and didn't have That's a choice. Or he something. was coming there to kill everybody in her family. Yeah. It's hard to the say. Mom. Yeah, I don't know. That's why she would drop what she's doing to... Go do that. So I mean, he threatened to rape her and kill her and her entire family. So uh, Bassett testified as well on his own behalf, denying he killed Jamie and saying he had only met Jamie one time to receive $100 for her as a repayment of a loan he had made to her husband in prison. He admitted they had talked many times subsequent to that on the phone, but they had never met her or been in her company since. His claim of playing Nintendo... Mm, see, you're wrong. It was Nintendo. Yeah, it was Nintendo. Mm. Mm. Man, they don't know. His claim of playing <laughs> Nintendo video games all night with his nephew, <laughs> the same night Jamie and the children went missing, was contradicted by the earlier testimony from his nephew who did not verify his story. So he was still sticking to this Nintendo story. Prosecutors were able to get Bassett to admit on the stand finally that although he considered Jamie... Hang on. I was playing Super Mario Brothers 3. I had just gotten the second whistle. Okay. I don't know her. I was playing Nintendo. <laughs> Although he considered Jamie his friend, he never again called or checked into her whereabouts on or after August 16th. So they, they were asking him about those phone calls because they said they had numerous calls to his house from her house or her mother's house. And he was like, well, you know, we were friends. So now he's backtracking on he didn't really know her and he just got 100 bucks from her. Uh, so that just kind of went out the window, but it was con contradicted by this earlier testimony from the nephew and the phone logs. When it was reported to him by her family members that she was missing, he never called her again. So after August 16th, when he knew she was dead, there's no phone calls to her house ever again. He never checked. He never tried to call her or anything. Uh, the eight-woman, four-man jury returned a guilty verdict against Bassett on July 26, 2001 on all four counts. He was later sentenced to life in prison, but in 2003, the Indiana Supreme Court overturned his conviction, ruling that some evidence and testimony in the original trial were presented improperly. So it was a clerical error. Prosecutors tried again this time with the trial moved further east to Dearborn County in Lawrenceburg, Indiana, just down hey. the road. I lived there briefly. Yeah. Aurora. Wait a minute. What year was this? A couple of years ago. And it was like 1998. <laughs> no, like, I know when it was. I helped you move. That's right. You Back did. Back when he had a shoulder length hair. I helped you moved in. I helped you move in. Shoulder length beard. Mm-hmm. Never so testimony in the second trial closely mirrored the first. However, investigators did focus on a photograph of Bassett found under the mattress of Jamie's bed that they didn't bring in the first trial in her apartment and a mix of cigarette butts found at her home in the murder scene that may have been linked to Bassett's type of cigarettes to both locations. On May 22, 2006, jurors again announced Bassett guilty on all four counts. In July... Dearborn Circuit Court Judge James Humphrey sent a Bassett to life in prison without the possibility of parole. I send his court stuff. I send his court stuff sometimes. Yeah. He's still, I think he's about still to. a judge? I think he's about to retire, but he is still, I think, a judge as of this moment. Yes. That's well, crazy. he did a good job on this one. 
You tell him next time. You well, I don't know him. I've never Good met him. Good job, Mr. Bassett. Lock pick. Put Mr. That Humphrey about that no, no, not Mr. No, he put Bassett around. Live in the area during the time, and now he's sending that judge things. Wow. Steering his case in the right direction. So this dude uh, con- is continually trying to deny involvement in the four deaths and plans multiple appeals. So he's just going to try to use up all of his appeals till he has none left. Um, well, so this is from time. the Columbus Republic, July 7th, 2000 and 2006, and a book called The Notorious 92. I uh, can't remember the author, but that's about different deaths in each county. I just picked one close to us. Hmm. Crazy. That's quite the story. It is quite the story, man. Awful. Not a lot of funnies on this one. Yeah, you know what? The true crime episodes, though, is our second one now. They're going to be a little heavier. There's yep. no way around it. They're true crimes. They're they yeah. fake crimes. What do we have to say about that Bassett guy? Real Bassett hound. Let's do it together. Ready? One, two, three. Fuck, Fuck that, that guy. guy. Can we really say that's only our second true crime episode? Well, our second true, just true, true crime. crime. True, true. Hmm. No movies that Low, we know yeah. of. Yeah. I was gonna say like we got some more coming down the pipe. But. Yeah, monster. Even though we did talk about a movie, it was technically true. We're crime. trying to like be a movie podcast, but we're also trying to like kind of get some of those true crime listeners in, listen to us as well. We did true crime movies. We did Wonderland about the guy with the giant pork sword. Mm-hmm. There's been a lot of true crime. Girl next we've door. Done. Definitely true crime. Yeah. Just check out all the archives while you're at it. Just a lot of good hits back there. Mothman. These are ones that are. These are ones that are film worthy, but not in film. Or Yet. at least TV movie worthy. Yet. Yeah. We're going to make the film, aren't we? I don't want to make that film. That looks rough. <laughs> no, that'd be looks like a rough one. Yeah. A bunch of pedophilia and shit. Mm. Stuff grosses me out. Yeah, it's, Fuck it's, that guy. It's disgusting. So the Fuck question is, guy. and we don't know yet, of course, because we don't have any more episodes planned, but that's two true cri- crime episodes we've true. done. How <laughs> drunk are you? Both pretty local, so are we going to stick with the local theme, or are I've we going to branch bunch out? Of local ones. I mean, that one book has like every county, but I've got I've got three in this county alone. I was going to say our county is becoming quite the uh, hot spot as well for true crime. <laughs> That's another topic yeah. for another day. But yeah, this, this week was pretty rough. I don't want to talk about it. But we'll man, we'll wait crazy. till the facts come out and the trial and all that, and then maybe that will be an episode one day. So a tease. We'll for, see. Feature episodes one what day. What happened in our little town yesterday is a good reason why I'd rather have it than not have it. Have what? Have what? You know what yeah. I'm talking about. That bookie. He's <laughs> talking about a gun. Oh. Oh. <laughs> I was like, you guys are lost. I know what you're saying. Thank you. You'd rather carry a gun than not carry a gun. Yeah. I'm glad somebody gets me at this I point. I assumed. I was just being dumb. <laughs> I thought he said that bookie. I was like, You have a bookie? <laughs> I'm right. He goes around with him everywhere. He protects him. Yeah. That's right. You don't talk about Bruno. Bruno. <laughs> yeah, let's go with Bruno. I had to pause because I realized he doesn't want me to put his name out there. That's what causes him to break legs, Ian. I like your legs, even though nobody ever gets to see him. <laughs> even though they're already broken. I saw him once <laughs> in like 37 years. They weren't that impressive, were they? They were not. I'll give you that. <laughs> Speaking like of broken bonus legs, <laughs> this podcast is uh, is broken right now. We need we need you guys' help. If you have any suggestions for movies or for true crime stories that you want us to talk about, just to give us a little uh, shout out on social media and tell us what you want us. Or to Or if do, there's a we'll true crime that. that you want Trent to commit, I'm glad you asked. Stuff. As your number one social media follower, I'll leave you some suggestions. Number two. But anyway. Number two. You know what else would be fun? Luna is our number one. Oh, obviously. yeah, you're right. You're don't right. forget Luna. I don't know how many loyal listeners we have. One. I feel like half of our listeners two. are sitting right across from us. <laughs> thank you, thank you. Um, Acknowledge me. Something I've noticed that other podcasts do that would be fun if we got the response. Do like a, like a mailbag episode. Like send us in some questions and we can answer I them. I thought you meant like hate mail. To well, Trent's home address. I guess any mail is mail, but. I don't know. <laughs> to Trent's uh, home. You want to drop your address for the people? I mean, we have social five, media five, as well. So they, yeah, ask, man, they want to ask us any no, questions. No, no. We'd be you said mailbag. We want actual It could be letters. questions about us. It could be questions about a movie. It could be questions about a true crime. Just I don't know. I think it would be fun to do. 
if we ever got enough responses. I mean, especially we us probably doing our, our last week's episode, which was like a wrap-up and like stuff we're looking forward to. That was really cool. I liked talking about yeah. that stuff. So. Stuff you want us I to cover, too. maybe? Yeah. I don't really remember that episode too well. You're drunk. drunk. Dude, just yeah. last week. But I mean, we're going to so do some again. YouTube shit coming up because I really want to do this ghost hunting stuff and, oh, yeah. and paranormal stuff. and Poops. We all want to take poops out on the road. God. Yep. He's got a clean one, so he'll be able to drive. Yes. We're all shitty. So. What'd you say? That stupid That remains name. to be proven. St- stupid fucking name. Trent, clean Pixar boots. didn't happen. Pics of what? Pics of your poop? Your poop. Yeah. Uh, okay. I'll send it in the group chat <laughs> later, know, I guess. No, 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 no. The world. No, no, Wells asked. So we're just going to spend our entire lives taking him at his word for it? I'm okay with that. Impossible phenomenon once happens a, once only Once again, our, our new group is called the Professional Organization of Paranormal Studies. We're going to start it, and we're going to have t-shirts, and if people want to join in, mm-hmm. they could join in, put their own names Poops on the back. Army. It's going to be the Poops Army, like the Kiss Army. It's going to be the Poops Army. That's right. And you guys, if you want to, maybe someday you can meet up with us and we can go on a big hunt or mm-hmm. go check out something crazy or whatever. You know, we're down. Yeah, Poops got the scoops. Corey. Corey Hoagland said he's in. He I told me that earlier tonight. I saw him. I he's, talked to him. He's he like fucking him. excited about Corey it. Corey Hoagland, like, yeah, if you're listening, show up and show out, player. It's easy to talk. Corey and I have been to the graveyard we were be speaking of. Oh, my God. Yeah, he, you know what he told me? What? He said... Ian and I used to take girls there. That's and not, I said no, he no, probably no, no, wants no, no, to do no, no, that no, no, again. No, no, That's no, no, why no, no, he's no. wanting to do it now. No. Corey took girls there. Mm. I was with him. Mm-hmm. You didn't take a girl there? Did those girls no. make it back out with you, though? How many girls? Did they leave? Actually, I did take a girl How many girls were there? I did take a girl. It was my ex-wife. Oh, oh, oey. oh you just brought us down, Wow, Trent. You're a real That's why I'm saying it. For you, Corey. If Corey yeah, Corey brought Corey brought girls. I just happened to be with him. Well, Corey brought more than one. Yes. Wow. Play His wife. Play, play his, his wife was not one of them. Oh, hey man. Ooh. They weren't. They didn't, they didn't even know Did each she other. She listens to this podcast. No. They didn't even know each know. other. <laughs> You're lucky, Corey, that she doesn't listen to this podcast. <laughs> but even if she did, she knows she knows it was before her time. Go out mm. and give them the old spooking. You know That's saying? right. You went with us. Uh, you one of Corey's girls? The old spooking pook. I don't <laughs> recall. I deny any recollection of the incident happening, and I wasn't there. Well, guys, we got to wrap this up. So, <laughs> stay tuned for poops. There'll be stay more to come. Stay tuned for poops. Everything's coming down the pipe. The old poop pipe. Mm. Poop You'll feel shoot. good once it's, it's out. You'll feel real good. Yeah. It's, it's going nice to come out relaxed. clean, apparently. All right. Well, let's sign off with our poops names so the people know who we are. Yeah. Make sure you guys uh, tune in next week. This has been the Horror You Know podcast. I am meaner poops. I am clean poops. I'm chocolate poops. I'm embarrassed to be a part of this, but I am it poops. It poops. It yeah. poops. <laughs> like an old 60s horror movie. Yeah. Tiptoe through the it poops. Trent's name is Penny because we don't loves. know the true. Oh. Clean poops. He is, the fa- he is the fastest poop in the, pooper in the Midwest, though. Fastest you ain't pooper fast the, unless you're clean. Fastest pooper in the Midwest. <laughs> <laughs> this I just toy, think you this, have a dirty ass. This bathroom ain't big enough for the two of us. In the dead of night, when the moon is high. The shadows dance, the evil will rise.